This is the Blended Creole Podcast, where we discuss two lives, Southern and Haitian roots. Join us as we talk about family, investing, and seeing the world. While learning about how we tackle blending our lives, from our finances and redefining our relationship with debt, to our Insta family. Welcome to the Blended Creole Podcast. I'm Jay. And I'm Liz. Welcome to the Blended Creole Podcast. I'm Liz. I'm Jay. And today is episode 13. And today we're just going to talk about what we consider kind of friendly influence. Um, And essentially the idea that, you know, having a good circle of friends, especially when you're in a relationship, is not bad. I know sometimes people can feel like, you know, you shouldn't always go to your friends to share certain aspects of your relationship. But having a good friend circle can help you kind of gain an outside perspective, um, especially if you're surrounded by people you really trust and value their opinion. Um, And I would say, at least for us, I feel like my friendship circle is important and has really helped me, especially this first year of marriage. So, Jay, how would you consider your close-knit friends? Um. Yeah, they, they they definitely help in certain aspects of the relationship, friends and family. Uh, we've already mentioned that uh, most of my friends, most of, I think, our friends, we consider them family anyway. Um, very tight-knit. Um, but, you know, whenever whenever you need to talk to them or you need advice or um, need somebody to, to vent to, uh, it's always good to, to have someone you can pick up the phone and call us and text message to or a group chat or whatever the case may be. Um, but yeah, so that, that that inner circle of friends is, is definitely extremely important. So I think like one thing is really important for us is understanding who you can talk to about what uh, certain things are going on. So even though I'm close to my siblings, there's certain things I would, I wouldn't talk to my siblings about, and not because. I don't value their opinion. I think sometimes, especially when it comes to your relationship, you. I think there's certain people I go to to discuss certain things. So, uh, for instance, I have a really, really close girlfriend who, in terms of work decisions and how I'm feeling about work, I'll talk to about that. Um, I have another friend in terms of thinking about, you know, um, the process of trying to expand our family because she has a unique perspective about that that I know I can discuss how I'm feeling about that and at times where I think, you know, maybe I'm not as, not necessarily comfortable, but wanting to talk to someone who can relate. Um, And I think honestly what I've learned, especially when you think about expanding the family is that, you know, there's certain things men just will not understand um, and that you're you're looking for someone who has been there or kind of gets that aspect of how you may be feeling. And so I think those are certain things that, you know, I value, but also talking to friends who will also basically call me out on my shit, who will be able to be like, okay, that was really messed up. Like you need to, you know, check that or, you know, you need to think about it from this perspective. I think it's something that's super important that I've learned and truly value um, with the close friends that I have. Yeah, I don't think you have. um, Well, I know how to speak for me. I don't think I have anybody in my inner circuit that wouldn't tell me if I've if I've done something wrong or um vice versa. I think uh, especially with certain friends we've already we've we've had some experiences where, you know, we've we've had a discussion where, you know, we want we, we make sure that whatever the whatever the situation is, we want the cold hard truth from 
from that person um you know and, and being in friendships for 20 years plus um you 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 deal with many types of situations so um them knowing uh when to be, tell you the truth or call you out um when you've made a mistake and vice versa is uh is extremely important um and and it it may it makes you value the friendship a little more and um you trust that whatever that person's telling you is the actual truth because you know they just won't tell you something um just because they think you want to hear it so i think in terms of kind of major decisions uh in life i think a lot of times I don't want to say that some people are kind of naive that like, you know, certain decisions you definitely make on your own. You make uh, with your spouse. But there are certain decisions that sometimes having a friend to bounce off your ideas or what you're thinking can be valuable. Um, Isn't the decision always your own anyway? It's always your own. But having someone, it's always your own decision. But having someone like, for instance, I can think about... um, before we even got married and Jay was really adamant about like, you got to sign a prenup. Like we're going to have a prenup. That was like, you know, something that he was very, you know, for. And I remember one of my close girlfriends who's a lawyer really kind of took a different perspective. Cause I know a lot of females kind of gawk sometimes at uh, signing a prenup. But my friend who's a lawyer who was like, you know, essentially all the prenup is doing is, defining if things go left you're not leaving it up to a court to decide how you guys are going to split things like it's very clear that you guys have decided you know when you're on good terms how you would split everything and she really did change my perspective of what I thought about a prenup because I think sometimes it could be viewed as kind of insulting as a um as, as something that someone is saying that they don't trust you, that they feel like they need to protect what they have, that you, maybe they think that maybe you're not getting married for the right reasons where, you know, my girlfriend was able to just say, you know, hey, I signed a prenup and it wasn't for anything other than, you know, I wanted to be able to define, you know, if things didn't work out between her and her spouse, that, you know, what he came to the marriage with was what he's leaving with and I'm not looking to gain anything else and she was the one that initiated the prenup in their situation and I think it was just helpful to have that outside perspective in that moment that really did change uh how I viewed a prenup at the time um so it's safe to say it's depending on the situation um the people you call are different yes as far as you know what you're talking about or what or what you're going through etc yeah, because I would say not everyone understands uh, any particular situation that you're trying to, you know, discuss or get a different perspective about or, you know, um, gain a certain understanding of. And I know sometimes, I think you and I have talked about this, feeling sometimes slighted that, you know, what can be perceived as the friendly influence helping you kind of come to a conclusion that maybe I've been trying to express to you. And I know for me at a certain point in time, you know, I felt very, uh, I don't know how to describe it. Um, Not slighted, but almost like, okay, if I've been telling you the same thing all this time, why did you need to hear it from one of your homeboys in order for you to feel like 
that was the right thing to do. And I think in the past, you know, I felt more annoyed by it than honestly really respecting the fact that you have sound friends that can help kind of in those situations, uh, you know, better explain to you what I'm trying to articulate. And maybe the way I was trying to explain something, you know, you just weren't hearing it from my perspective. And if, you know, God has blessed us with a group of friends that can help us kind of understand the other person's perspective, I'm learning to value that that much more. Um, And so I think in that sense, I think we've had, we've had a couple of kind of major life decisions where, you know, you, you're kind of just like, Oh, well, someone else has been able to kind of, you know, like the prenup, um, making career decisions sometimes, um, being able to, I know, especially for me right now that Jay and I are, kind of in it we're in a transition phase as far as careers but having um female colleagues and friends that I trust who I can ask like how have they navigated um managing two careers you know because selfishly I've not had to worry about somebody else's careers or goals or plans uh in the workforce and it's made it really easy you know, with the exception of C, to be like, oh, okay, I want to do this or I want to do that. But, you know, someone understanding that, okay, yeah, there's going to be moments you can't take certain assignments because it doesn't work for your spouse and things like that. Um, so I think that's kind of been something that's been interesting for, uh, at least for me. I mean, yeah, it's been interesting, uh, especially uh, the last, i say, two years. Um, having to make some decisions in reference to sacrificing just my personal career um, and things that I have that I had established and trying to and essentially putting those things in the back burner and, and starting over. Um, so, you know, there was definitely a lot of decision points when it came to that, um, whether that should have, whether that was the right decision or um, whether it should have been done or we, we could have went another route. A lot of some of it was uh, money, money influence or money motivated. But, um, you know, I guess you, you turn around and you, you the best thing you can do is try to block out the noise and see what the best decision is going to be for you. What, regardless of the advice that you get, um, the advice that you get and what you hear and um, what you think may be right at the time. Just tell you, sometimes you just got to go on a leap of faith and, and make that determination whether um, you're going to sacrifice what you want to sacrifice or you're just going to keep the status quo and and keep going down a path that we're going. So and it's, it's always good to, to have those ears, um, smart people um, and honest people when you especially when you're asking for that type of uh, that type of advice and, and having to make those those important decisions. So what's the best piece of advice you feel like you've received to date from your circle? I think we talked about this when I was in Colorado. I think it wasn't a, it wasn't advice that I received necessarily. It's just something that I noticed. I mean, this was back in um, two thousand. This was a while ago, right before I I went off to when I went off to war, um, and it was just it pretty much that life goes on. Um, whether whatever happens, you know, things are gonna things are gonna move forward, and um, you can be stuck in the past or. You know, you can make adjustments and move forward with it. I think that's the best best advice that I've received so far about you. Um, 
I think honestly, looking back in terms of, uh, you know, when I think about relationships and what's really kind of guided me to be understanding in relationships, honestly came from my parents, kind of, uh, my dad highlighting that, you know, there's no such thing as this mythical 50-50 in relationships. Like, that's not something that's true. There's, it's impossible for something to be 50-50 because, someone has to essentially concede at a certain point. So someone has to give in a little bit in order, you know, for things to really have a balance. And where you gain balance is who's making the sacrifice each time. So maybe you guys start out your careers and one person's making a sacrifice. Um, but then later, once they're established, you know, the other person decides, hey, I can, my career is at a place where, you know, I can kind of, you know, slow down a little bit and now we can support your dream and how important that balance is uh, throughout life. Um, so that's definitely been something that I've always looked at and, you know, taken to heart uh, when I think about, you know, the balancing of the relationships that we have. Um, so one of the things I think that I've really enjoyed in this iteration of our life and relationship is honestly learning from others. Um, you know, I think sometimes you can feel like a situation or what you're going through, you feel as if like, you know, oh my gosh, you're on this planet by yourself. Um, and maybe something that's happening, you may feel like you're the only one experiencing it. But then you slowly realize, like, okay, all this stuff is just normal. Just how normal our relationship is um, is something that I feel like I've learned from, you know. What's normal about it? I think, like, you know, in I think sometimes, A, because we were long distance, and so the fights that we would have, the arguments and disagreements we have were few and far between um, that I think now that we have had to combine our lives, live together. Um, you know, you're seeing each other every day. So, you know, the little, you know, attitudes that we each may get with each other, everything, all that's normal that like, you know, you're not going to be happy every single day. And it doesn't mean that you're unhappy in your relationship. You know, your energy is just low. You're, you know, not super chippery. Um, I know that was something challenging for me to work through is like you know understanding uh just the way Jay's attitude as well as kind of the way he can be is you know it's it's not always the way I can be yes the way you mm, can okay. be and in the sense of like okay I come from a super super probably Jay would probably say overly affectionate super lovey-dovey family in turn i can be super lovey-dovey and jay has his moments where that's that's the way he is and then there's moments where he's not that way and learning that just because he's not that way doesn't mean that he's upset with me doesn't mean that he's angry or that something's wrong like that's just the way he is um and vice versa jay has highlighted that i have attitudes and mood swings mm and all of this good stuff and being more you know aware of that uh is something that i think for this year has definitely kind of enabled me to take a step back to be like okay you know being a little bit more positive you know understanding that it's okay to articulate like yo i'm having a moment like 
and it's nothing to do with you, which is one of Jay's probably infamous phases <laughs> to me. Um, and learning not to take things so personally. Um, but honestly, the not feeling alone, like not uh, taking for granted that, you know, some of the gripes or some of the the situations that I feel like, oh my gosh, what? why does Jay do this? You know, you talk to your girlfriends and you're like, oh, your husband does that too? Oh, okay. This is just normal. This is nothing other than just, this is the way life is. And, you know, instead of getting annoyed and upset or bothered, you just realize like men and women do think differently. We, our responses are different. Um, and there's nothing more to that other than we're just all made up very differently. I guess I, I, yeah, I do tend to agree with you. The good part of probably one of the best parts of, of having different perspectives and um, having, thankfully, on my end, a lot of people, a lot of males that have been married for quite some time, um, is you do you do realize that they go through the same things with their significant others. Um, and like you said, it's, you're not necessarily alone, but the perspective of, um, learning how to deal with it with um, sometimes learning how to deal with it and sometimes realizing that it's not not as bad as it could be because um, yeah you, you the more you speak to people you realize um, you know things could be taken um, far worse you know some some reactions can be far worse if you know if you were married to somebody different or if you were dealing with somebody different or somebody could have or the perspective could be that somebody I wish somebody could have dealt with it better so it could have been the reaction could be i wish liz would have dealt with this better or um i had a friend that go through that went through this and you realize damn she could have handled it that way or i could have handled it a certain way um and that did that perspective i mean i think that balance um throughout the entire relationship and continuing to communicate with friends um helps the relationship um because you realize yeah sometimes you know where you probably overreacted sometimes you reacted right on par and sometimes you know you probably didn't react enough um so yeah i mean that that perspective is super important and um that it goes back to that whole village it takes a village right not just to raise a child but to go through a relationship you need somebody to talk to um that's not it, your spouse it better not be your spouse um there's not there's nothing wrong with it just because your spouse won't just won't be able to understand yeah certain things your spouse won't be won't be able to understand um from a from a um gender perspective oh yeah um from an age perspective from a work perspective um we have all these different aspects of life that we, we bring together all and, these layers and we'd be a fool to think that um it actually you'd be a fool to rely on somebody to to deal with that i don't think that i think that's an unfair burden to put on any on anybody um thankfully we have aspects of our life that are similar um and we both can relate to but even that sometimes is really not the case because um, the experience is different yeah. Your experience as a female is different. My experience as a male is different. Um, my demeanor and how I react to stuff is different. Um, my Very confidence so. level is different. Our confidence levels are different. And, you know, if we somebody has to make a decision um, or, or a decision or, or you get some type of feedback, we both receive it different. Um, yeah. So, yeah, having a, a, everybody in aspects, friends or reliable friends in as, different aspects of your life is it's very, very helpful. And don't get us wrong. Like, Jay is my best friend. So I feel like, yes, there's times where I enjoy talking to him, sharing certain things with him. It's not that I ever withhold 
any sort of information from him. There's just areas of at least my life where I feel like, you know, a talking to him, you know, a, you don't want to, I don't want to stress him out sometimes. Um, but B understanding that like, he's just not going to get it. He's not going to truly understand where I'm coming from. Um, and I think a great example of this, uh, you know, for me personally is like who I confide in to talk to in terms of, you know, our efforts to expand our family, because as a female, like, it's just, it's totally different, you know? Um, and I think I started to realize that, uh, you know, through the process that, you know, there's just certain aspects, I think as men, uh, it's very easy, I think at times to say, okay, don't stress, don't think about it, don't worry about it. Like, okay, sure, I kind of get that. Um, and totally understand that. But also as a man, you're not the first person to realize in the relationship every month, a reminder that, what you're attempting to do is not working and so um or hasn't worked to date and that regardless of what anyone says um about not stressing or you know not thinking about it too much you know it could be it could be disheartening um and i feel like you know you know from my personal perspective i feel like the group of female friends i have are the ones who are better uh, equipped to kind of talk about, you know, when they share their journeys, um, when they share their perspective of how they coped with it. Because I think, you know, I don't feel like Jay's at a place where he can tell me how to cope with that and how to not stress. Nope. Um, <laughs> I'm not. I mean, I'm not. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, there's no, there's no, there's nothing else to say really say about that i'm not in a place to um to really go ahead and i did i'm i have no place to dictate how somebody should feel about about something i have i may have an idea about it i may think about i may feel it i may react or deal with it a certain way but i can't really dictate that and it's not to say that like each month maybe that jay doesn't feel disappointment or doesn't have that moment but i think the reality of being the female and being the first to see that something didn't work is was a reality that I had to learn how to cope and deal with. Um, and also learning how to like, I think through this process, um, kind of understand that, you know, as females, I think we often feel more of the pressure than our partners and having other females kind of share that perspective of, oh my gosh, you know, I have family members still asking when we're going to add to our family, despite the fact that we've been very clear, we're not, but they're not ever asking, you know, the husband or kind of the un, unsaid pressure of kind of that process of adding to your family where it's like, okay, you want to enjoy the process. You want to, uh, you know, not think about it, but if, you know, people are constantly asking about it, how do you not think about it? How do you not focus on it when it's like, we want it just as bad as everybody else, like just as bad as everybody else. So like we hear, we understand that it's really out of excitement and love that people you know, are really excited to see you add to your family. 
but also kind of what also comes with the unknown stress factors that can be associated with, you know, people being so, and even when you don't realize they're so fixated on this process, um, I think I told Jay that like, I got promoted a couple months ago and, you know, I went to FaceTime and call my parents and, you know, they have never been super big on like, you know, they every now and then can't wait to have another grandkid. Okay, cool. And I can remember the look on their face when I was like, oh, I got promoted. And it was kind of like, yay. And you're like, okay, what's the deal? And it's like, oh, we thought you had other news. Mm. And this is like, okay, thanks. <laughs> you know, like for me, it was definitely like, okay, career-wise, I've had this great promotion and yet, you know, they were definitely, you know, not necessarily fixated on that, but just to see the demeanor change that they were hoping for a different kind of news and it wasn't, hey, you're going to be grandparents again, that it, you know, it just came across a little like, and realizing that like you actually have at this point, no control over when God's going to bless you with adding to your family. Yep. I mean, um, that's, I think that's the all in all, right? Um, you can, you can see it all as pressure or you can accept it all as pressure or um, I'm glad everybody wants to be excited for for certain aspects of your life. But at the end of the day, um, nobody controls it. Yeah. And, I mean, and you have we have to come to terms with whatever realities were dealt right. If it takes another another period, longer period of time, just have to deal with it as it comes. But adding unnecessary pressure um, from others, um, from loved ones is. You know something you you definitely you want to you want to avoid, but you also want to be able to share those type of things too, right? The good and bad, even if even if it is disappointing at the moment, um, you want to still you still need somebody to to, to share that information with, because um, it would suck that not have anybody to tell. Right, and I think for me, like I feel far more comfortable sharing with my girlfriends than I do with family members. Cause I think family members, they're, they're really interested in the exciting aspect of it. Um, and that I think with family, I've just kind of gotten to a place where I'm more comfortable with being like, Oh, it's in God's hands and kind of, you know, brushing it off in that way. Um, because if not, you know, for me, I was starting to internalize it a lot more, um, than I really needed to. Um, and really kind of getting to a place where I'm like, okay, we're about to live our best lives. And when this all happens, like, we'll be super excited. And that's all anyone could really or should focus on at this point is that life's good. We're continuing to live our lives. We're not becoming fixated on uh, that aspect of our lives. Um, so I think that not feeling alone aspect is something super important that you gain from having a group of friends that you could talk to and share um, different aspects of situations that you're going through where, you know, maybe talking to your spouse, you know, you're going to get a response that sometimes honestly irritates you, right? Um, because, and it's not because they're trying to, it's because they don't, they don't understand what you're going through. Um, but I, oh, go ahead. No, I was just saying, you just get to learn so much from um, just the sharing aspect, right? Uh, I, mean, I, I was literally talking to uh, one of my brothers the other day, and just the wealth of information that they that, that he had on on every aspect of it, just because he's been through it. And, uh, and you know, if you, 
you start to realize like people's lives are running parallel, right? Everybody's either have gone through the same situation or they're doing the same, they're doing the same type of stuff, right? especially with, I think the podcast has, um, has shed a light on, um, I guess our, not necessarily our influence, but, um, the amount that how congruent everything is, is happening with our family and friends and everybody's lives, right? So everybody's dealing with the same type of, same type of stuff. Um, so yeah, it's been, it's been interesting to see. Um, but again, just the, having those individuals to have those conversations with, just pick up the phone and, and talk for an hour and not having to d- have those conversations at home with first people that you, that you live there, your significant other that you live with. Um, and just having, getting, getting to bounce that information from somebody else and, and having another ear and to, to listen to you is, is extremely, extremely important. So I would say with that in mind, the balance to this to me is definitely always respecting your spouse, right? So there's certain things I would never discuss with friends or family out of respect for Jay. Like what? I would say probably aspects of our journey to try to conceive or, um, you know, if I'm really, really upset with you, um, if I can't articulate that to you, I don't ever feel like I have a right to articulate that to someone else. So for me personally, my standing rule is if I can talk about it with a friend, it has to be something that I'm willing to talk about with Jay. Um, so, I mean, a few, maybe a month or so ago, we had a huge blow up. First, uh, our first big blow up ever. Um, I had to work through talking that out with Jay before I could talk to my friend who, you know, I needed their perspective um, about the situation. But, you know, what came with that is also being honest with myself about saying, okay, I showed out, there were aspects of this argument that I was definitely not proud of. There's things that I need to work on myself, but also being being able to articulate to my spouse about, you know, how did we even get there? And how do we prevent that from happening again? And realizing oftentimes we're both saying the exact same thing to one another um, and being able between the two of us to figure out, okay, like this is not going to work. This is not going to be, A, it's not going to be healthy, but B, it doesn't solve anything. Um, And being able to kind of take a step back after some time to figure out, okay, how do we better cope with things? And I think honestly, look, there's always going to be blow ups and issues. It's just how you go about kind of handling them. How, what do you learn from those instances? Um, but that's the biggest thing for me when it comes to respecting Jay and the conversations I do have with my girlfriends. It's if I can't tell him, you know, how I'm feeling about something or, you know, what I'm thinking, then. It's not worth sharing with somebody else. I mean, personally, I just don't talk about things until it's resolved. Um, you may think I'm, I'm quiet, you know, just to you. I just don't talk about it at all until um, it's been addressed. So, I mean, I, I don't think that's these are boundaries. I don't think we've clearly set boundaries where we, where we will and won't talk to anybody about. But I know that's how I usually deal with stuff. I, I just internalize and process things in my, in my own head before. Um, and then get it fixed before I even 
not and it's not at that point it's already resolved but it's just something that you kind of recapping to a to a friend and just letting them know like this what happened and this how at this point the situation is already handled could have handled it better but um that's just now i don't think that's just a rule that's just my personality um not saying much to anybody because either you too upset or you know you um you just want to internalize it in, in your in my head internalizing in my head before I even let anybody know what's happened it's never been my MO to pick up a phone call and be like oh guess what just happened type thing. <laughs> so I mean it's good to know that that's a that's a boundary of yours because I, I wasn't aware of that no I think it's important to me learning to pause and have patience and kind of sort things out um but yeah I mean that's a boundary for me I think it's one of those things you know I think I feel like I have a handful of people that I can talk to. Jay can probably guess, probably the number one person I call to talk to. Um, and mainly because I feel like, you know, I have, I feel like I have a really strong connection probably with two people who are married, who, um, you know, A, can just give me a different perspective too, because they've been, they've both been married for so long. Um, but also I think, you know, for me, I have, been very blessed to have, um, like Jay said, our friends are like our family. Um, and so, you know, one, one friend, her and her husband, I mean, they're like an older brother and sister to me where, you know, I can talk to both of them about how I'm feeling or what I'm thinking. Um, and they're both at a place to be like, Hey, Liz, nope, nope. <laughs> That's not the way it's going to work. Um, you know, but also I love that the dynamic with them is that, you know, I get both perspectives when I talk to them because, you know, one can give me the perspective from a male of how he kind of approached things. And the other is able to say, well, this is how I took it as the wife. Um, and then just one girlfriend who's just honestly, brutally honest with me about a lot of things. Um who, you know, oddly enough, typically sometimes you shy away from people like that because you don't want to hear sometimes what the ugly truth is. Um, but, you know, for whatever reason, that's the one person I do like to talk to because, you know, very grounded. She's a person who gave me insight on the prenup um, and honestly just kind of figuring out how to juggle uh career work-life balance and all that good stuff so you know it's been it's been interesting um to have that perspective but all in all I think you know for us um you know taking a step back to kind of you know not be so offended uh when you realize like hey your spouse is talking to other people um you know, it can it can set some people back. I think some people look at that in a negative light that like, hey, whatever issues you guys have should stick here. You guys should be able to figure it out. It's not that you're not figuring it out together. Sometimes having a different perspective can really help kind of shine some light in a different way that I think is really valuable. At least for us, it's been valuable. I mean, I mean, just I guess it's the right time to just thank all our honest friends. I mean, honestly, yeah. um, for honest friends and family, though. I mean, those who listen know exactly who you are. Um, but no, just just giving the hard uh, the hard truths, um, even when you don't want to hear it, it's definitely appreciated. Uh, and from both perspectives, male and female perspective, married and unmarried, 
um, Joe, those friends that just give you those friends that know you better than know you, that than <laughs> know you better than you know yourself, and will tell you like, uh, you know, you fucked up here, and you know, you you know exactly what you were doing um, when you did this. Um, so yeah, those you know, think you think those you can't have, you can't have enough of those. I mean, thankfully we have a good handful. Um, the circle is pretty tight, so um, and it's 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 mixed with friends and family, and it's a the wonderful thing that even when they all get together um it's still the same like that that effect just doesn't change so um we are definitely blessed in that aspect and we we truly truly thank you guys for we um, appreciate you guys for that so with that said that's it for this week's episode uh so thanks for tuning in this week thanks for listening thank you for tuning in to the blended creole podcast always remember to stay firmly rooted in faith and dream as if you will live forever and live as if you will die tomorrow. Thank you for listening and don't forget to subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, or anywhere else you enjoy listening to podcasts. Tune in next week to hear more.